0: Welcome to the Primal Path Podcast. We chat with our tribe to build a stronger connection through our native ways of communication. Learn about our coaches, clients, gym programming, and hear from our local businesses and find out what the latest happenings. Let's, uh, let's kick this thing off. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Primal Path Podcast, episode 105. Yeah, I believe. something like that. Uh, we're kicking a little bit more into the personal aspect of our lives. So we're going to talk about our training today, what it looks like, and just have a conversation to kind of include you guys into what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Nadine here and Lauren here. So welcome to the podcast as always. What's up, guys? Hey, guys. How are you? And let's uh, let's kick it off. So, Nadine being the fittest woman of East Adam officially I will I will uh, will put
1: I will I will officially do that I second that I'll put that challenge out
0: I'll put that challenge out um that you are the fittest in East Adam I would say for sure people are coming at me let's uh, hey you know it's lonely being at the top um let's talk a little bit about your training program and what you do let's go there
2: okay um Yeah, so I mean, like, I kind of been, lately I've been focusing a lot on um, kind of doing, for for the lifting side of things, I've been focusing a lot more on bodybuilding, kind of tempo work, stuff like that, and then, obviously, through the summer, I think a lot of you guys knew I was focusing a lot on running and kind of the endurance side of things, so I like to kind of incorporate, like, different aspects of different things into my training I don't like to only do strength training I like to feel like I'm getting my heart rate up too in some type of way I also don't like to only do like endurance type stuff and cardio stuff I like to also feel like I'm putting some type of like load on my body too um so lately that's pretty much what I've been focusing on I do like four or five days probably now I'm going to increase it back up to five days but just like it getting colder out and stuff too of mostly lifting and then throwing in some shorter metcons, like a few days throughout the week, and then I'm still going to keep up two days of an endurance type of workout, whether it's running, like a longer machine-based type of workout where I'm rotating through machines, or like something like that. So that's pretty much what I've been what I've been doing lately.
0: Oh, uh, I got a good question on this, Nadine. Okay. <laughs> what uh, if you could only do one type of training? Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life, what would you do?
2: Like, okay, so... So, And,
0: and like, here's the options. Okay, we'll throw some options out here. Okay, okay. we have, like, endurance. We can go interval. And by interval, I mean high-intensity. Like like uh, like, cross Yeah, like a Metcon, metabolic conditioning, like an overall uh, strength, powerlifting, bodybuilding, cardio-based, yoga, Pilates, like... If you had to pick a genre that that you just know like it's your 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 go-to, and the way I look at it is the things that you like training and like doing, what would it be? And I mean, obviously you don't need to be fitting perfectly in this box of like yeah, you're yeah. only doing Olympic lifting, but would your program be more of a strength bias program? Would it be more of an endurance bias, sprint bias? Like what type of training is your? I feel comfortable. I will always do this type of training.
2: like This is hard like I feel like I will always kind of have some type of strength bias to probably what I'm doing just because I think strength is one makes me feel really good and it also like just it's very important just to help you function like move better like throughout the day and just like keep your body safe and strong. But, like, if I was going to, like, if you're also thinking go to, like, I only have, like, 20 minutes during the day. Yeah. And I'm just going to do a workout just to, like, to get my biggest, like, bang for my buck. Probably do, like, an interval type of Metcon or something like that. Like, kind of something similar to maybe what we do in class or, like like, a CrossFit style type of Metcon or something like that. Just because then you can get some type of load on your body. You get the cardio aspect. You get your heart rate up. Like, you're getting some type of, like, you can get a strength type of thing in there. You can add some, like some, like, hypertrophy, higher rep stuff kind of in there. But that's probably, if I had, like, 20, 30 minutes, I would just do a Metcon type of workout.
0: And even if you didn't have 20, 30 minutes, uh, I'm, like, you know, I think you pretty much answered that. But, like, if you're strength bias, would you be looking at, like, strength bias like a small-off Program of just like brutal heavy
2: weights would you be? This like rude. <laughs> that's just like isn't that like the that's the really like that's, that's the, the nasty back squat. That's the br- most squat. brutal. I, I think you. Squat I think you had me do did. that like four years ago or yeah. something to get my back squat back up, but it worked. Yeah. So like I mean that's if cool. I have like yeah I mean like strength biased it, like I, like I don't know I guess. You um, like to have
0: that bigger variety. Yeah, like I, I that like, that I'm like, yeah, this is hard. I of... like kind
2: of having a bigger variety where I like to have at least one strength based lift and then maybe some like bodybuilding type accessory type of work, like where I'm doing more tempo stuff to so just get more activation and just more of a muscle burn. And then having that cardio aspect toward the end where I'm either doing a run or I'm doing like a shorter Metcon where I'm like, it's an interval based type of thing. So it's usually the way I like to structure things. And I think I've done that. Pretty much since I started working out though, I just naturally kind of liked that flow of doing like a strength lift, like it being like a strict press or a deadlift or something, just starting off with just like a main like strength lift and then doing the smaller muscle group stuff and then doing the cardio part. That's the way I kind of like to flow my workouts. That's what I migrate toward. Even when I did CrossFit training, it was like a strength lift, accessory stuff, Metcon. And I liked doing it that way.
0: Yeah, you know, uh...
2: and that's just like me. Some people like yeah, to do it backwards. But... Like I went through a phase two where I did my Metcon first and then I did my strength thing after and then my accessory work after. And that's just like and I actually really enjoyed that flow for a while because it kinda just helped me just like almost the Metcon like warmed me up for the strength stuff and like then I didn't I wasn't like stressing about doing the Metcon after. And I just, like, did the heart rate part first, and then I did that stuff, and now I like ending on the heart rate part.
0: Yeah, I would have put you more at towards the bodybuilding. Yeah,
2: like, and, that's, and, and probably, and the reason, that's probably more re- of what it is. I was like, the, I think bodybuilding reason, is kind of still, like, part of my jam.
0: Yeah, and the reason I think that is just because, like, I, I look at it as, like, what would be my thing, mm-hmm. my go-to, and it would just be, like, a murderous endurance <laughs> event. And, like, the reason that I say that is because, <laughs> You know, more
2: the, more the mental side of it, too, I think. It's, it's just like, like, but
0: that's my training that I've been yeah, so used to say, in the military. is like. just always been this longer, brutal, yeah. like, variety like you have. Like, you yeah. want, like, the accessory and the strength. But, like, I always just like the endurance because the brain just shuts off and you know you have to just move this weight. Yeah. Like, and yep. that's why I always love like farmers' carries and sled pushes and like people it's hate like a that simple stuff. Thing, it's I'm simple, and you just like, like, I have yeah. to get this from point A. Two point B. Yeah, whatever freaking time it takes to so get there. I like there. doing
2: like sled push stuff
1: like that. Like, yeah, I do like yeah, doing those. I things, love those, but, Yeah, that kind of training and, and, and just shut off your brain. You get it done, and that's it. And, and yeah. I
0: think it's just because my brain works like my brain is always like functioning on stupid yeah. dumb shit and thinking about millions of training <laughs> programs with like and at the same time tons of different training programs for different people yeah. of what they need. So sometimes I'm like, let me just grab a couple things, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna go set a time frame. Yeah. 30 minutes yeah. 45 minutes 10 minutes whatever it is mm-hmm. and just try and keep moving and yeah. sometimes it's you know and like currently what i'm doing is that is that i'm like all right i need to attack this part of my body like what is my like whatever
2: when you posted on social media like last week or something that like rowing one with the stuff at the end or whatever yeah just keeping like three yeah, reps of that. something and just
0: mm-hmm. being like all right what way can i move this body and you know uh like, for my training right now, um, I always look at where my weaknesses are and what the things mm-hmm. I don't train. Mm-hmm. One thing that I never train is sprints. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put my, I try to put myself in positions of doing that movement or finding a way to do that movement that, one, makes it fun, and, two, keeps me accountable. So mm-hmm. I was trying to find what has sprints in it. And luckily, uh, Bill, who comes to 6 a.m. class, <laughs> does rugby.
2: You say Bill's like, a and
0: big sprinter sprinters the champ. And sprinting is like rugby is 100% based on yeah. sprinting. Like, you need strength and you need speed and short bursts for 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he got me into it, and I love the sport, but I am so bad at sprinting. <laughs> like, I'm good. Like, I'm so bad at it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm just dead last in the team and everything like that. But what I do like is it helps keep me accountable. It puts me with people who are better at it than I am, mm-hmm. um, and I try to learn. Well, anyways, I uh, I jacked myself up like four weeks ago unintentionally in, in one of the games, so I have just – I've been limping, if you haven't seen that, like obviously, for the past four weeks of my, uh, my calf. I've and pulling some muscles. No big deal. Um, but that's been my focus on that too is, is like taking an injury, taking something that I'm weak at, trying to create a focus on that, trying to create mobility, and finding a good balance of not only the strength aspect but – more of the slow steady accountability of mm-hmm. rebuilding that 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 process in general and mm-hmm. um especially this time of year just getting back in of just creating non-stop movement trying to jump mm-hmm. from one movement right into another movement right into another mm-hmm. movement changing it up hitting the full body mm-hmm. um and just doing stuff that's not your standard stuff yeah i throw in back squats throughout the week with a barbell mm-hmm. still throw that stuff in because it's important but sometimes i just want to get some weight that's odd you know yeah. plates kettlebells and stuff like that and, and just get that body to help build more of that stability especially since i'm almost 40 years old still young as hell i'm not saying i'm old <laughs> but 40 is where we start losing all that that muscle tone so mm-hmm. my goal is in the next two years especially is push hard on that stability and strength jack my body up as much as it needs <laughs> to be jacked up so uh i can build it back and, and just learn i think that's that's the big push too on, on what we're doing, and in general, I think it's a lot about trying experimenting things too for class. You know, that's it, what I is, like
2: doing. Is that's why I like that's one of the reasons why I like doing like different programming because it gives me like a lot of ideas for things to throw into class. A lot of like the things that like not a lot, but like a, like some of the like workout um, like structures or the movements and stuff that sometimes I'll throw into class that are newer there are, like, things that I did that I was, like, oh, wow, this actually, like, this actually worked this muscle really well, or I actually really liked this, like, way that they structured this workout or something, and, like, I think it's probably similar to you that, like, we don't take class often because it's, like, we're always work, like, making workouts for other people, so we almost need, like, something else like that either someone told us to do for me i like having the structure of a program that someone else created so i don't have to think about creating a structure of a program for myself because if i were to do the class workouts i made them and i'm like not going to feel as motivated to do that because i made it and i'm like thinking about it and then you know how it's going to feel i know how it's going to feel and it's just not as much like fun for me because i created it and it's just like or like I can, because I made it, I can easily be like, I'm going to do this instead and just like change the workout to something different or whatever. Like, but if it's someone else that said, Hey, do this. I'm like, okay, I'll do uh, what you told me to do. That's fine.
0: Yeah. That's exactly the way I feel too. Is But at the same time, when I try out workouts, I'm like, Oh, this one's sick. We're going to put this one in. Like yeah. it also, sometimes those workouts that we do, create
2: them. And then, and then I'm yeah. like, Oh, I actually really like this. Yeah. It works like, both ways
0: like... too. Then you could try it out and yeah. then you're like, Oh wow, this is really good. And yeah. then you could implement that. Um, and then at the same time, sometimes you just do workouts and you're like, yeah, and and I'm the same way. I writing so many programs for so many years, Mm -hmm. I love writing programs too, but sometimes it's just hard to to motivate yourself when you've been writing your own program for so long. And that's why, you know, you know, sometimes I work out at other gyms as well too, for the purpose of it allows my brain to get outside of here. And it's Mm -hmm. not because I don't believe in what we do or anything like that. It just gives a little bit of a break, but, um, Lauren, so you're just coming up from Florida. Yes. So you had a different type of training, but you did yours was a uh, the gym that you were coming from did a lot of uh, I would say more of like that interval, interval high intensity yeah, kind of CrossFit, um, crossfit type of work
1: training. Yeah. So it's been a little while since I've done more of the bodybuilding side of it. Um, it was definitely more like endurance cardio interval type stuff, and I'm I'm liking the switch. I mean. I loved doing the CrossFit style type of training. Um, It was probably the most consistent I was in the gym was doing that stuff because I love it. It's so fun for me and I just really enjoy it. But sometimes I feel like when you're focusing on that, you're not necessarily targeting certain specific muscle groups or focusing on progressive overload and getting heavier and building up the lifting side of it as much so it's kind of fun to shift the focus a little bit and do something different and you know I think every every couple of years you know you get into a routine and mm-hmm. it's fun but then you start to get bored of it and you need a change and you need to try something else to keep you engaged in your mm-hmm. training so
0: yeah I think you bring up a really good point and you know like I said I've always said I, I, I love CrossFit it's what really got me into loving fitness but at the same time it just got too it just got too repetitive and there wasn't enough yeah. stuff and, and and don't get me wrong you could stick with you could i mean that's what we did we, we, like, yeah, we, were, like, we were we were crossfit like, but we have yeah, the variety there's but a lot of ways I, I just wanted change, to do our own like, thing yeah. yeah there's a lot so, of ways
2: you can change movements I, but it's like there's so much other stuff out there there, there yeah. really is and that's why so,
0: yeah. I, I didn't want to i didn't want to be targeted to this uh, as a gym of like this is the 15 movements we do and only do and trust me it works great and works great for people and uh, like I, I got nothing bad to say about that but at the same time I know that my fitness has changed. Your guys' fitness has changed over the years of so what you're focusing on as well, too. And also,
2: feel, Yeah, I actually feel better when I do a Metcon now than I used like, yeah. to when I did, like, yeah. mostly CrossFit. You I mean, go back and I hit like, a Fran
0: workout, and your body's like, wow, so this I feels great. Want, part, of wants, part
2: of me wants to do that, like, and just do Fran and just see if I, like, am better. I think my cardio is so much better from kind of focusing on endurance a little bit more and, like, just kind of, like, switching up with that. I think my, like... My, like, control in movements is... I haven't... Like, I mean, I haven't done a heavy clean or a heavy snatch in a long time. But as far as doing, like, front squats and a workout and stuff, I think I could do 10 times better than I used to because my muscle, like, capacity and just my endurance from doing all the tempo training is probably so much better. Your position, My position is so much better from all the tempo tempo training, yeah. Stability. Yeah, exactly. Your
0: awareness, you know? And it, it just... You know, a lot of times, like, if you... And a lot of it was is, you know, if you... If you had bicep curls put in there, people would be like, what the hell? You We are not we don't do bicep curls in this. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah. dude, biceps are a muscle. And you actually do yeah, need, need actually to curl them and to, use them. Yeah. And chin-ups. Like, you don't need to just do yeah. pull-ups. You need to do freaking chin-ups too, people.
2: It's actually, like, interesting. Because now that we're kind of, like, talking about, like, different things and stuff like that. I think, and this was, like, months ago that we did Murph here. I, like, dropped, like, I think 15 minutes off my Murph time from the year before in a vest. And I didn't train for Murph. I wasn't doing CrossFit. I was running and doing bodybuilding and then putting some sled pushes into, like, workouts and stuff. All of my, like, quote, like, Metcon CrossFit style, interval style workouts, whatever you want to call them, I literally did burpees, like, ball slams, sled pushes, and maybe, like, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe rowing or something like that. It was just, like, super simple stuff just to get my heart rate up. And I felt like I, like... I destroyed my time from when I was doing competitive style CrossFit workouts. Yeah, when and I wasn't even doing. I wasn't even doing that. I was doing interval workouts that like were like maybe I wouldn't like. They're just regular interval workouts running and bodybuilding
0: when you guys years ago when you guys were doing the misfit program oh
2: yeah yeah i
0: was like dude your volume is way too high you're blowing your brains out and then what happened is you would like miss a day and then you're trying to make up for that day and i'm just looking at it and it's something that you had to go through anyways to learn because i could tell you as much and and and, but you just have to go through it yeah but the volume and the stress that you were going through and then you're not getting these gains that you want and your back pain's kicking in and i'm like dude you need to you need to you need to fucking no, change I, like, I shit think, up. I feel like <sighs> that
2: taught me a lot because, like, yeah, Misfit was, like, for, oh. for me, like, and oh. I think for all of us that did Misfit, it was, like, them, like, just, like, punching you into the floor every single day because every day was just, like, grueling. And, like, it was probably, I was probably in over my head, too. I was yeah. just, like, it was just too advanced probably for where I was at that time, too, but it was just, like, drilling me into the ground where the way that, like, I follow, like, training Think Tank now and, like, they put so much like you can tell they put so much thought and like just like everything is so detailed the way that they structure everything so they're not crushing you every single day they'll have like a really intense day and then it might be a little bit lighter the next day or they might have more the way that they're doing it now it seems as like it's a little bit it's still quality work like monday tuesday wednesday and then they build it so Friday, Saturday are your really intense days. So you have the energy to crush those days. The other days are still like challenging and you get stuff out of it and it's but it's not like you're blowing your brains out those days because it's just not sustainable you're not going to make progress that way i was like i think i learned a lot from that time too <laughs> just like i'm like, like freaking blowing my brains out all the time and just like that's not the way that you are yeah, supposed to be it's, working out
1: it's funny because last night i was literally texting nadine and i was saying like oh this workout that's programmed for tomorrow it looks like kind of easy i feel like i should go i can go up and wait more I don't know. I feel like it's not accomplishing that much. And she's like, no, you don't need to be, like, drilling yourself into the ground and hitting a PR every single day. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. just not. You need recovery time, yep. too. Yeah, but, and it's like like I said, it's still you're getting good quality strength work,
2: but it's just not, it, you're not, like, friggin' blowing everything out. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and, and that's exactly what we've always tried to instill as well, too, and that's mm-hmm. why we changed it up, is because, yeah. like, we have steady state days put in for a reason. Like, you, yeah but you don't realize the value that you're getting out of not going full speed and actually trying to feel your movement. I mean, and that's the big thing is that the more, the longer you train and the more years you have underneath your belt of training, Mm the more mind-muscle connection you're building and and the more you realize, oh, you know what? If I just move my hip back a half an inch, I can kick these muscles in better. Or hey, maybe if I'm shifting my weight differently on the foot, I'm kicking in another set of muscles that I haven't felt before. And that's what we're trying to accomplish, is that it's okay to take those days where it's lighter. It's okay to take one of those six movements and go, Easier on that to help build that pattern. Yeah, and that's the big focus is it's like you have the rest of your life To be moving you have the rest of your life to do fitness and you could either spend five years just murdering your body of strength. Trust me, I've done it, we've, exactly. I've, I've, I'm, I'm really, like we've, really we are living it. proof and yeah. a lot of us have to go through that and hopefully we go through that in an early age where our body, and, and for, for, us,
1: from for, yeah, for us,
0: we, we hammered it. ourselves in our teens, in our 20s, yeah, and, our, yeah. and and for me in my 30s to the, to the point where I'm like, oh, you know what, maybe I can lighten up on some mm-hmm. days and go heavy. And the issue that I saw with CrossFit is that you're getting people who haven't worked out in years, coming into a gym and hitting these workouts so damn hard that are well above their capacity that's actually causing more risk and injury than anything. Yeah. And if we, and it's more of that mindset of the way that CrossFit's like set I up, like that, like that competition, affiliate. it's like the it's affiliate. affiliate. Like they try, the, they, they try to be the sport.
2: Yeah, it's it, like there's a difference between CrossFit as the fitness program and CrossFit as a sport. And everyone looks like, at the sport yeah, and those athletes, yeah, and they like, think
0: they are those athletes yeah, that are yeah. training eight, to eight like hours. Even like when
2: I trained like for the sport, the training was so different. When you're training for a sport, than if you're just going into an affiliate. If I was going into an affiliate, I think like that for some some of the gyms that like were just like just programming like whatever. I probably would have like when I was following TTT CrossFit. I was probably in a better position with that than if I just went into an affiliate and was just like blowing my brains out doing these like nasty workouts every single day because the way that they structured it, even though it was a competitive program, was Monday was usually very strength-based. It was still pretty tough. Tuesday was lighter. You're doing mostly gymnastics, body weight stuff. Wednesday was pretty challenging. Then you get a day of rest. And then Friday, you come back. It's kind of a mix. You're not dying. Saturday, you do a pretty tough Metcon. And it's, like, that's kind of how they structured it where, like, you could still recover and stuff. I definitely feel better dropping the volume down a little bit to kind of what I'm doing now. I just feel better doing bodybuilding and shorter Metcons and some running and stuff. But, like, it's just, yeah, a lot of the affiliates just kind of, like, they'll throw in these just, like, nasty, like workouts that just like Hero workouts yeah. every workouts yeah. every saturday you're yeah, like, like so draining like, your it's... metabolic system by like doing that and just like you blow your CNS out and then you get so fatigued that you can't actually get strength gains and like your body can't recover and it's just mm-hmm. that's not what working out is supposed to be that's not how you're going to get the results that you want
0: and then like, you then you just stop working out because you got injured or you just mm-hmm. you're just so burned out from you, your you body feeling like bad. shit yeah. you know yeah. and and that kind of goes back to you know what a lot of people don't realize is like we've been building this program for the gym you know in my in my head at least for 2 years yeah. of trying to dial it in to create a a the best well-rounded program and what people don't realize is it literally does take years of this because Mm -hmm. it's trial and error not only trial and error on our own selves and our own tests, but trial and error to a group class how do we adjust this workout that we created for ourselves Mm -hmm. how can we adapt this and put it into a group class how can we how can and there's a lot of stuff that people don't realize that goes into it and you know that's why like especially when we started kicking off the way that we do it now, we have an endurance day, we have a sprint day, we have a couple Mm -hmm. steady states day, we have power days, which are power or strength days. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we're identifying, showing people this is the purpose of the workout. Mm -hmm. This is why we're doing this. Oh, you want to build endurance? We have endurance days. You want to build your your short sprint? We have those sprint days. You Mm -hmm. want to build the strength and get some heavy weights underneath them? We have power days. We want those days that we can teach ourselves to get up off the ground. We have power days for that you know, as well yeah. too. And then we have our interval days you know, on top of that. So just making sure we're hitting the largest variety of what our heart, what our body needs, mm-hmm. like the cardiovascular system, and trying to fine tune it that we're hitting all these muscles. And the more we go through these programs and we learn, mm-hmm. the more we can learn how to adapt them to that group class setting, yeah. the more we can adapt them to specifically that purpose of that person. Because when it comes down to it, our movement is what's going to heal our body. And and yeah, I know you hear this all the time. And that's that's the big thing is that movement will keep you out of the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. It'll keep you out of pain pills. It'll keep you out of injuries. It yeah. it it fitness is prehab through and through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the same thing. Like if you decided that you wanted to go and you know, run and go and jump on a slip and slide and you haven't done it in 10 years, you haven't done any fitness and all of a sudden you think it's going to be fun at the family reunion go, this summer like and you stuff. go and then all of a sudden you just like blow your back out and rip yeah. your shoulder from hitting something and you're like, damn it, I shouldn't have done that. Well, guess what? That would have never happened if, if we always had upset, some prehab yeah. of, of just making sure that body's moving, getting the blood flow, getting all the the muscles going and all that other stuff And and I just feel that as this time continues to go on our program is going to get a lot more uh, just refined refined. it's going to be it's just going to be a much better program we don't buy programs from from you know like comp train or or mayhem or yeah we we do all this stuff in-house and we try this stuff out on ourselves and you know that that's what i think is what takes us so long to really refine this but looking long term like I, I think we're gonna have a pretty sick program built up for you know and it, as it is now too I think we have a really good program yeah. that that had its had a lot of downs in the past couple it's years really and had to cut a lot of but, ups as well too yeah and um you know that's why a lot of your guys's feedback is so important and we're in a world today we're afraid to be like oh you know this kind of sucked or like, like yeah but this, tell us if it sucks this, like this this like give us a reason why it sucked but i mean yeah. we're yeah, afraid yeah, we're, we don't just say it sucked yeah but if if you give us feedback and be like you know i just felt this was overly taxing our quads we're not gonna you know it might just be that you have weak quads you know like but, yeah, like, but exactly. it also might be that the volume for us when we did it compared to the volume for you like if we have 10 people come in and say holy heck that, that actually like I was sore for five days later. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's something we could li- look, look into and, and adapt and stuff, but your feedback is crucial. And the mm-hmm. feedback that's more crucial is not the, Hey, that was a really good workout. Mm-hmm. We do appreciate that. Cause we'll yeah. mark those as a favorite, but the feedback that says, uh, I didn't, I didn't my, my body didn't know what to do today or, or something like that. Yeah. The, the more, if we get a yeah. couple people saying that stuff, and that's not our goal, is, uh, you know, our goal is to create a good program and mm-hmm. have you say, like, no, I feel, I feel smoked yeah. today. I feel good, but, I, you know, I'm going to yeah. get you on my day. But that's why feedback is important. And then a little bit about
2: Like what feedback we do. if it's too much, feedback if it's too little too. Like if you're like, yeah. this didn't actually, like, if multiple people go and say, hey, this, like, we didn't need this much rest in the workout or something. That's also something yes. that we kind of think about too, where there's been times where like, I've made a workout and I'll like, almost like adjust it like on the fly to the class. Cause I'm like, cause like, it's just, it ends up being a lot different in my head when I thought about it, thinking of me doing it versus when the class goes to do it. And there's been times where like, they've been like, yeah, we didn't need that much rest. Or like, they're like, we're not gonna need this much rest or hey, this time cap looks dumb can you extend it like, and I'll extend the time cap on something. So it's like, it's just those, those things are really, really important for us to be able to make adjustments that are just going to benefit you guys. Cause because we do try to program to tailor, tailor the programming to the clients too. Yeah. That's why we don't buy programming from people.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, a good example of that is sprints like mm-hmm. for, for, for us, when we go all out sprinting, we've had practice sprinting, we know the limit, we know what our what our sprint feels like. And yeah. a lot of people, their sprint is just not there. They don't have the hip drive. They haven't sprinted in a long time. Mm-hmm. So we're giving you a sprint that we expect takes twenty seconds mm-hmm. and it takes you forty seconds. Yeah. Now your rest is cut down mm-hmm. and this is this is more or less the time. Or what happens is that, you know, we do two minutes of this hard, heavy movement with two minutes of rest, but we're just pushing our body to a level. And I'm not saying it's higher than your level, but we're able to put more strain. We're able to put more strain on our body um, for certain things. So we need that full two minutes where some of you guys be like, you know what? I might need 30 seconds. And with that, that's also why we're telling you, hey if you we're gonna give you those options for mm-hmm. that strength or maybe that endurance space that we can modify these workouts yes. to you hey, for you, you're gonna need a one minute rest. For you, you're gonna need a, a 30 second rest. yeah for you you're gonna get 18 reps at 10 pounds for you you're gonna get five reps at 50 pounds. yeah and we yeah. can you talk to us. we're here to help work and coordinate that to make sure every person in class has a more personalized and tailored, individual program within mm-hmm. that group class and that's what we do for a living yeah you're never hassling us
2: yeah and that's yeah. another thing so, too yeah it's never never like you have. got an this injury is like this is our it's, job this, this is what this we is what, do yeah for a it's a living. never never an issue at all mm-hmm. like that's like i was like i feel like i'm doing my job when you like come into me and you're like i need this modified because i have an injury and like cool i get to do my job today yeah not cool that you're injured but <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yeah, cool yeah. that you're injured but it's like <laughs> i'm saying it's not never never an issue never a problem
0: yeah so um in general, I, I mean, like, we can wrap that sucker up, right? Yeah, huh? yeah. I think, yeah, I was say,
2: I think we, we went through everything. I yeah, it, I think that pretty much <laughs> covers it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I hope you guys like this one. I, I enjoyed doing this one. I, you know, sometimes when we do so many podcasts, you get the podcast block, you know, just like a writer's yeah. block <laughs> where you're like we hit up so many topics and, you know, we, you know, good. That's, to have that's the, good
2: to have the conversation ones too, just talking, telling you guys about things.
0: Yeah. If you guys got yeah. ideas.
2: Let us know. Yeah. Anything you guys want to hear us talk about, anything like that, you're interested, let us
1: know.
0: Have a good week. We'll see you guys in class. Cheers.